0: Thank you for the great and mighty one, the Holy Spirit, whom you sent to be our teacher and to be our guide. i make bold to say that he will live big in me today. He'll rise big in me. He'll think through my mind. He'll speak through my lips. He will act through my deeds. He will unveil, unfold, and reveal the word of God through these lips of clay. Spirit of God, move in our midst as you so desire. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' matchless name we pray and everybody said amen Amen. glory to God let's please be seated praise the Lord praise the Lord well um I want to start once again by saying a big big thank you to Apostle Goodhart and to Pastor Bimbo for the wonderful privilege afforded me to be a part of these meetings this year the anniversary just celebrating with the church thank you sir and thank you ma'am. such a delight praise God praise the Lord Well, the theme of the meeting is the God of Wonders. And um, I'll be, what I, in praying and just uh, getting ready for this morning's session, I just seemed to feel stirred in my heart to share with us what you might want to title, Walking in the Supernatural. Walking in the Supernatural. Turn with me to Galatians. We're going to read quite some scriptures uh, some verses of scripture. I'll take them as our text. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Walking in the supernatural. Galatians 5. We'll read a verse of scripture there. Verse 16. Galatians, Galatians 5, 16. The Bible says here, This I say then, Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lost of the flesh. Then turn with me to First Thessalonians. Chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And verse 23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. It says. And the very God of peace. Sanctify you wholly. And I pray God. Your whole spirit. And soul. And body. Be preserved blameless. Unto the coming. Of our lord jesus christ and lastly first corinthians chapter 2 1 corinthians chapter 2 and i'll read from verse 1 through to 5 first corinthians 2 1 to 5 and i brethren when i came to you came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of god for i determined not to know anything among you Except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith shall not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Uh, Like I said, I'm sharing on walking in the supernatural. Now, man is a spirit. We saw from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23, where the Bible says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. In Genesis 1, 26, God said, Let us make man in our own image. And after our own likeness. And he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, everything that moveth upon the earth. So God made man in his image and after his likeness. And um, Jesus said about God in John 4, 24, that God is a spirit. Now, if God is a spirit and man is made in God's image after God's likeness, man also of necessity must be a spirit being. So man is actually a spirit. Now, you see, God made man as his understudy. Man was to walk in dominion over the earth, over everything God had made. In Psalm 8, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? It says, Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Now, the Hebrew word angels, there happens to be the word Elohim. And that's the same word used for God in the first five chapters of the Bible. So really, Thou has made him a little lower than God. Uh, uh, the marginal rendering says, "Thou hast made him but a shade lower than God." It's like you're painting a wall, and um, you know, there's this, uh, there's a, there's a grey colour. Then there's a shade just lower than that grey. God made man as much like Himself as He could make a being. God made man so much like Himself that it was possible for God and man to be in union in the person of Jesus Christ. So man is in God's class of being. You see, the supernatural realm is actually man's realm. God our Father lives in that supernatural realm and we are made in his image. We are to walk in that realm as well. You see, the Bible is a miracle book. God is a miracle walker. Amen. And man was made to be the companion of that miracle-working God. There's a deep-seated hunger in the heart of universal man for the supernatural. He craves the touch of the unseen. You see, education is not able to answer that need. In actual fact, the more educated a man gets, the more he realizes his utter impotence in the light of the laws of nature and of the world around him. So it actually increases that desire, that craving for the miraculous. It's inside every man. And it's because man was made to walk with God. Now, you see, sin, man committed high treason in the garden. Adam disobeyed God. God told him, you may eat of all the fruit of the trees of the garden, tree of knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of it. The day you eat of it, you will die. In dying, you will die. That's how the literal Hebrew puts it. In dying spiritually, you'll die physically. Well, man did the unthinkable, disobeyed God. And as a result, he became separated from God. You see, originally, man's spirit, Adam's spirit, was the dominant force in his life. It was a dominant force. But when he sinned, his intellect gained ascendancy. And man began to depend on his physical senses for survival. Man's spiritual faculties became impaired he could no longer fellowship with god like he used to but listen that adam was only the first adam there was and he is a second adam who happens to also be the last adam and on the grounds of the substitutionary sacrifice of christ man is once again brought back to that place of union with god and communion with him you see the spirit of man is capable of culture is capable of development That will enable a man to fellowship with God intelligently, to walk with Him. And once man's spirit comes back to that place of dominance, the supernatural becomes the order of the day. You see, Christianity is not a religion. It's simply the life of God in man. Christianity began by miracles. It is propagated by miracles. Every new birth is a miracle. Every answer to prayer is a miracle. Every victory over temptation is a miracle. If you take the miraculous out of Christianity, then Christianity loses its virility, its fascination, and its fruitfulness. Because you see, that's what Christianity is. It's an outworking of the miraculous in this realm. And that's what it's meant to be. So you see, when we got saved... We brought, came back in union with God. If man is able to develop his spirit and bring it back to that place of dominance and bring it back to that place where it dominates him and he's not governed by his soul, he's not governed by his body, but his recreated spirit rules him. The moment that happens, the man begins to walk in the supernatural realm naturally. See, God wants us to be naturally supernatural. And he wants us to be supernaturally natural. And in talking about walking in the supernatural, you know, there's a place of, oh, I need a miracle. I need God to do this miracle. And yes, God comes to that level. He does those things for us. But what about you being the one who's the answer for somebody else's miracle? You see, he wants us to walk in the supernatural. Sometimes we're looking for a breakthrough. Listen up, child of God, you are a breakthrough. You are a breakthrough. When you showed up, breakthrough showed up. Why? Because you're tied up to God. Why? Because you're in union with God. Now, two things really, basically, that will enable us to cultivate our spirits and get our spirits educated to the place where it's able to dominate us. Now, you know, the Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. At the new birth, man's soul wasn't touched. The new birth is not the rebirth of the soul, the new birth is the rebirth of the human spirit. Man is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. The soul consists of the mind, the will, and emotions the renewing of the mind is a process james 1 says where the says wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls so the saving of the soul is an ongoing process the people that was written to were born again folks in verse 18 of james 1 it says of his own will begat he us of the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his own creatures. So there were people who were already saved. But you see, God wants our souls to be saved, our minds to be renewed. And it's God's word that will do that. God wants transfigured bodies, and he wants transformed minds. He wants us to present our bodies to him as a living sacrifice. He, Galatians 5, 16 says, Walk in the spirit. Let your spirit be the dominant man. Then in Romans chapter 8... From verse 1, the Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. It says in verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own Son, in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, Say, they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, they that after the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God; for it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Say, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Eleven says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, twelve, we're debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh ye shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify, put to death the deeds of the body ye shall live. 14 says for us again that we are the children of God in the spirit we are alive and in our spirits the spirit of God is living in us and God now wants us to let that our spirit which has been reborn which has been recreated be the dominant force of our lives as we do that listen the supernatural will be normal it'll be easy it'll be the norm because that's the way God designed it now like I said two things that will Help us do that. Help us cultivate our spirits. Help us develop our spirits to the place where our spirits would gain ascendancy over our soul and our bodies. And what are those two things? The Word of God, number one. And number two, prayer. And those are the two things I'll just be reminding us of this morning. Not saying anything really we don't already know, but just stirring up our pure minds by way of remembrance. I know this is a word taught church. Uh, I know you folks are grounded in these things. I'm just stirring us up along these lines once again you see the word it's primary for us to develop our spirits for us to cultivate our spirits matthew 4 4 the bible says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god see what bread or physical food is to the body that's what the word of god is to our spirits The word of God is spirit food for the spirit man. So we need to stay in the word. We need to build the word of God into our spirits because that word is what's gonna reprogram our thinking. That word is what's gonna strengthen us such that we can dominate the flesh. You see, if a believer will feed his spirit on God's word, that word will also renew his mind that renewed mind will now side in with his recreated spirit so that the recreated spirit through the renewed mind will dominate the body if the believer refuses to feed his spirit on God's word his unrenewed mind will side in with his unregenerate flesh and hold his spirit a captive we are not to do that amen, we are to build God's word into our spirits we are to feed on it, feed on it feed on it on a daily basis see Joshua 1.8 the Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. It says, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. It says, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. You see, your prosperity is not in God's hands. It's not. Your success is not in God's hands. It's not. You say, What do you mean? It's in our hands. God has furnished the tool Whereby we can make our way prosperous. Notice it doesn't say, For then God shall make your way prosperous. No, it says, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Of course, God is the one behind it. But it's as we take the time to build his word into our spirits. The most deeply spiritual men and women I know are those who give time to meditation, spiritual meditation. You can't develop wisdom without meditation. And you see, wisdom is the paramount need of man. Wisdom is not uh, a thing of the intellect. Wisdom is of the spirit. Wisdom is of the heart. I tell people all the time, take time every day to meditate in the word of God. Begin the development of your own spirit. Shut yourself in alone with your heart where the world is shut out. Start with at least 10 or 15 minutes every day and just meditate in the word. What does it mean to meditate? Meditate. It means to actively read, to think upon, to mutter. You see, your mouth is part of your meditation. Notice it said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate. So you see, we use our mouth to meditate. The Hebrew word meditate carries with it the thought of to mutter, to say to oneself, to say to oneself, mutter scriptures to yourself. See, Proverbs 18.20 says that a man's belly shall be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth says, by the increase of his lips shall he be filled. You see, your belly is your spirit. Your mouth is a part of the tool to feed your spirit. You speak God's word into your spirit. So we think upon it. We toss it around in our minds. The mind is the gateway to the heart. Second Corinthians 4.4 4, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ... Who is the image of God to shine unto them? Now you see, because their minds were blinded, the light couldn't shine through to their hearts. It's with the heart that we believe. So they didn't believe because the light didn't get into their spirit. And that's why it's important. The mind is the gateway to the heart. So we toss God's word around in our minds. We think upon it. There's the ear gate. There's the eye gate. There's also the mouth gates. See, these gates through the mind get down to the spirit so we had to take time in that word and feed upon god's word and feed upon god's word second timothy 3 16 and 17 the bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of god it says and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect Thoroughly furnished unto every good work. So you see, all scripture is inspired, all of the word of God. We're to build it on the inside of us. Build that word into our hearts. Feed upon it. Now you see, in God's word, for instance, we'll find out that 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Listen, you are a new creature. You are a new man. You are not who you used to be before. See, there's a way we preach the new birth. And we make it sound like it's a commitment to stop sinning. The new birth is not a commitment to stop sinning. You can stop doing whatever you want to stop doing. That doesn't mean a fellow is saved. The new birth is not you giving up something. No, it's not. You can give up anything you want to give up. My daddy used to smoke. He was a chain smoker. One of those people, like a, a living human chimney, he used to use one to light one. He smoked for 11 years. Actually, he smoked until his lips got burnt. <laughs> yeah, but then the year I was born, so because somebody insulted him over cigarette smoking. It was a friend, uh, uh, December 31st that year. Three of them were gathered. They were just talking. And then one of them said, this smoking, when are we going to stop it? We know it's not good for us. And then my mom was there serving them drinks and all and entertaining them. You know, and then uh, one of them who was our neighbor at that time said, well, he is the, once he gets married, he's going to stop smoking. And that was the insult. My My dad felt like my God. So you're calling me an irresponsible desperado. I'm married. I have my first child, my second child, my third child. I'm still smoking. No. And he didn't say anything. There was no expression on his face. He didn't act like anything had happened, but he felt challenged. He told my mom, got back when those guys left, as I was told, called my mom, gave her his lighter, his ashtray, the last pack of cigarettes that he had. He said, keep it. I'm not going to smoke again. And that was how he stopped. Never touched another stick of cigarette. Two years after, that other man was married. He was still smoking. Then um, they were gathered again. And then my mom, my dad called my mom He said, that thing I told you to keep two years ago. Can you bring it? And then and then my mom brought it and then he said well I just want to thank you for helping to motivate me to stop smoking you know it was what you said two years ago Uh, that's why I stopped and I want to remind you you said it's when you marry. you're married now so you should stop well the man is still smoking you know yeah but you see that wasn't the new birth that was just he just stopped doing something you can stop doing what you want to stop doing (laughs) you can you know my dad used to drink was a heavy drinker he drank heavy. I remember one day, he finished the carton at a sitting. Yeah, he used to drink pretty heavy. But then, he was a professor, College of Medicine. One time he got sick. Really, it was actually a resistant strain of malaria. This was sometimes in the 80s. And then he just told himself, he said, what if I go to the hospital and they tell me my liver is damaged and that it's this smoking, that, uh, this drinking that damaged it. He said, will I not be an idiot? He said, I'm not going to drink anymore. And that's how he stopped drinking. Now, was that the new birth? No, he was a drinking sinner who became a sober sinner, but that he was still a sinner. So the new birth is not giving up this or giving up that. Now, he did get saved before he died, but my point is this. The new birth is actually God imparting his life into a man's spirit. It's not you giving up something, it's you taking on something. You see, God is the giver. We are the receivers somebody says okay are you saying all i simply need to do is to receive jesus that's exactly what i'm saying Eh, uh, are you saying what if i continue living in sin now if you continue living in sin it wasn't jesus you received if you receive jesus you cannot make a practice of sin your spirit will be reborn you see the life of god changes conduct it corrects habits it forms new ones Criminals become law-abiding citizens Prostitutes become moral Thieves become honest Drunkards become sober No case is incurable Now, don't get me wrong I'm not saying we still won't have the flesh to contend with We will, we all do The flesh, the world, the devil We all have those things to contend with But you see, the new birth is a miracle It happens in the human spirit That old nature is gone That old man is dead another man comes in his place you may be living in the same house that man used to live in but there's a new occupant it's miraculous it's actually God giving birth to a new man it's God imparting his life his substance the essence of his being into a man's heart now we know in the Greek of the new testament there are four different words translated life one is suche suche means natural or human life another is bios from where we have biology it means manner of life another is anastrophe anastrophe means confused behavior and there's this other one zoe zoe is life as God has it life in the absolute sense that's what we received at the new birth God's nature was imparted into you you see you are not a forgiving old sinner you're not in actual fact God did not merely forgive you your sins when you got born again, he remitted your past. He blotted it out. It does not exist anymore. It does not exist anymore. You see, there are some folks, born again people, but they think, ah, how will God bless me if you know what I used to do, eh? If you know the kind of life I used to live, that I will even go to heaven, I'd better thank God. Hey, eh? they are saying supernatural. We cannot supernatural. You see, people like me that qualify. I was a bad dude. I've heard people say stuff like that. Oh, I live such a horrible life. I live such a rough life. Listen, I don't care how rough you lived or didn't live, the man that did that is passed away. It's not you who did that. I read one time, secondary school boy, where Paul said in 2 Corinthians 7:2, I've wronged no man, I've defrauded no man. I said, Paul, you how? Are you not the one that persecuted the church? Are you not the one that consented to the death of Stephen? Are you not the one that held the clothes the of the men that stoned him? Are you not the one that had letters to put Christians in prison? Are you not the one on the way to Damascus? I, and I thought I was, I, I, I was feeling cool myself. When all of a sudden on the inside of me the Lord said shut up young man the fellow you were talking about died on the road to Damascus. Listen, you are a new creature. You are a new man. The life of God is in you. You are brought into union with deity. You are tied up to God. You are tied up to God. Whoa, glory to God. You see, God is not only for me, he's with me. Romans 8 31 says, if God be for us, who can be against us? He's on my side. In Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, it says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as he have. For he hath said, I will never. And the Amplified Classic repeats it three times I will never I will never I will never leave you nor forsake you so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I'll not fear what man shall do unto me listen God is with you God is for you and it even gets better he's in you you see there's a real incarnation in the new birth you know Jesus was an incarnation he was first divine then he partook of human nature so he was a divine human being listen we were first human then we partook of divine nature so in actual fact we are human divine beings now I'm not saying we are deity we won't be deity Jesus is the one who is deity but we're in union with deity the new birth brought us into vital union with God we are tied to God we are tied to God we are tied to God we're brand new creatures you are not made for failure You are not made for lack you are not made for defeat you are not made for disease You are made to dominate, to dominate, to dominate the forces of hell, to dominate the forces of darkness. You are made to walk in the supernatural. That's your realm. That's the order that you belong to. You are of the God class. You are actually God Superman. You are a new species. When the Bible says it's a new creature, that word new is kinos. It means a kind that never existed before. You are an alien, a man from another planet. You know, we talked about Superman, you know, came from supposedly planet Krypton or so. And that guy was just superhuman. Listen, you are the real Superman. You came from another world. You have the life of God. You have the nature of God. You have the substance of God on the inside of you. You have the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You stand in his presence without a consciousness of sin, of guilt or inferiority as though sin never did exist if God won't hear your prayers, whose prayers will he hear? whose prayers? Second Corinthians five twenty-one. the Bible says he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him it's not what we did we couldn't have done it in our strength it's what he did it's what he did you see in ourselves we're nothing It's Jesus who is everything. And in him we are something. Listen, you are in Christ. A new species. A new creature. With the life of God. With the nature of God. You have to live different. You have to walk different. Amen. Someone asked me one time. He said, how come you forgive so easily? People hurt you. People do stuff. You just let it go. Yeah, because I'm a new species. Yeah, I'm a, a different kind. Just like your kind. Because we are of the God kind. We have his life in us. We love our enemies. We bless those who curse us. We do good to those who hate us. We pray for those who despitefully use us and persecute us. Love is God's way. Love is our way. We walk in love. That's, that's our life. And that's supernatural. You, no human can do that. I dare them. They can't. They can't love their enemies. Because they are not saved. Now many believers don't practice that. Not because they can't. But because they haven't learned to walk that God life. To let that love that is in them dominate them. You are the righteousness of God. We are in Christ. We are in Christ. Ephesians 1.7 says in whom we have redemption through his blood. We have an actual redemption from the devil's dominion. Satan doesn't have authority over you. Satan doesn't have dominion over you in actual fact you have authority over him you see there's a new sheriff in town you are that sheriff you are his boss you are his master you see it's what the new creation did we are new creatures we are new creatures we need to feed on these truths build them into our hearts it will make life different I'm telling you it will make life different make life much different tell you something i'm utterly fearless you don't want to know how fearless i am it could scare you i'm utterly fearless nothing nothing absolutely nothing scares me i tell the devil that i dare him and i dare him i double dog dare him it's not big enough someone says you're bragging of course that's what i'm doing but i'm not bragging on me i'm bragging on jesus i'm bragging on god my father i'm bragging on the finished work of redemption and bragging on what he did what he made us as believers in Christ Jesus we are absolute masters absolute masters of the forces of darkness listen you are not a wimp no you are not a victim you are more than a conqueror you are more than a conqueror you are more than a conqueror Romans eight thirty seven. the Bible says nay in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us we're not begging God for a handout. You know, some people, when they read the story of the woman with issue of blood, they always see themselves as that woman. My guy, you are not that woman, you are in Christ. You are in Christ. Start seeing yourself as the one who is going out to help somebody else. Stop looking for, hey, if I can just get a breakthrough, if I can just get... My guy, you've broken through. The greatest breakthrough happened 2,000 years ago. You see, we still have this mentality. This mentality of, oh, I'm just looking for a handout. I'm just looking for crumb. Stop looking for crumb. Sit at the table. It's your bread. It's your bread. Matthew 15 21 to 28. Says, Then Jesus departed thanks, coast of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, there came a woman of Canaan out of the same coast. Besought him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is given us a vex to the devil. He answered her not a word. His disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. For she cried after us. He said, I'm not sent, but on the lordship of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, oh Lord, help me. He said it's not meat, it's not proper to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs do eat of the crumbs it throw from the master's table. 28 says, Jesus answered, shared unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. You see. It is the children's bread it is the children's bread sickness and disease should be things of the past you see in the Old Testament in Psalm 105 verse 37 the Bible says that God brought them forth with silver and with gold says and there was not one feeble person among their tribes now this was after they ate a Passover meal a meal based on a lamb under a covenant not nearly as good as ours that they had 600,000 footmen, about 603,000 footmen. And that would mean there were probably as many as 2 million. And there was not one feeble person. Not one, not one, not one, not one among 2 million people plus. Not one sick person. See, James wrote a letter, James 5.14. He said, is any sick among you? See, that James will write to Christians and ask if there's any sick among us is instructive. There shouldn't be any sick among us. There shouldn't be any sick among us. You see why? Because we are supernatural. We are supernatural. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. And you see these things, eh? they have a lot to do with your diet. They have a lot to do with what you feed on. I fed on some truths. Hmm? As a young boy, I got my teeth cut on this stuff. God saved at 10. And I got a hold of this right from the beginning. And it shaped my thinking. It affected my life. It affected the course my life ran on. I knew that in life I have it made. I knew if I don't succeed, who will? I knew I'm I'm a success going somewhere to happen because I'm tied up to God, because I'm in union with deity. And so are you. And so are you. See, Psalm 1 from verse 103, the Bible says, Blessed is the man. It doesn't say cursed. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth its fruit in its season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's you. You are the blessed man. Yes, we live in a world where the devil is God. Yes, the time will never come. When you'll be above trials, it will never happen. A time will never come when we'll be above temptations, it will never happen. At least not on this side of heaven. Yes, we'll be tempted to sin sometimes. Yes, we'll be tempted to be sick sometimes. And that's the way to see sickness. Yes, we'll be tempted to lack sometimes. Yes, we'll be tempted with challenges of life. Yes, it's a fact. Psalm 34 verse 19 says Many are the afflictions Many are the tests and the trials of the righteous But notice It says the Lord delivers him from them all Let the devil bring his best shot It's not good enough That should be our attitude That should be our posture It's like devil Where are you? Where are you? I'm looking for you I'm looking for you You got any more trouble? You got any more trial? I'll eat it for dessert You see that should be the mindset of the believer because we're new creatures. We have God's life in us. We are in him. We are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Now, somebody may say, hey, it's easy for you to preach this. When you haven't seen trouble, I've seen trouble. I've seen trouble. I've seen more trouble. I've had more than my fierce share of tests and trials in life. But guess what? I always triumph. I always win. All the time, 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 all the time. I remember one time talking about the supernatural and the fact that these truths enable us to naturally walk in the supernatural. This friend of mine, while I was in the university, went to preach to this cult boy. He didn't know the boy was in the cult. Big, massive guy. The guy was a black belt in judo. Huge, huge dude. Uh, the guy got angry. He was drinking beer and he was going to break the bottle of my friend's head. Somehow I was brought into the situation. Then um, I tried to share God's word with the guy. The guy got angry. Then at the time, he was going to attack me. I had my Bible with me. Now, please, I'm not... You know, when you watch WWF, all this WrestleMania stuff, and then they tell you, don't try this at home. You know, please, I didn't try this. I wasn't trying stuff. You know, I, I, David he had faced the lion, he had faced the bear so when Goliath came, he knew look, I've proven this stuff I know it works, I didn't learn this on those kind of things I've proven them so the guy, while I was talking with him he said he was going to stab me (laughs) I took my Bible, I put it on the floor I stood on it, I said I dare you, stab me if you can you see because I remember Isaiah 54 17, where the Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment you condemn, I knew that now, I'll tell you how the story ended He got born again I, I led him to the Lord, got him filled with the Holy Ghost You know, he told me that day He said he used to be in a certain school That was known then as War College He said he was the hit man of his cult group he, That he killed people Short and long of it So he said killing people was not a big deal to him He said but that day When I said that thing He said something came on him and he couldn't attack me What was that? It was God's power now I'm not saying try stuff notice I wasn't tempting God a situation arose and I just knew in my heart I could do that and I did it I remember one other time you know uh, there were these guys two of them they, they, they tried to rob me you know <laughs> help me at gunpoint I laughed I just laughed on the inside of me because I remember that the person who made the person who made the gun lives in me it's not gone that would scare me now also, let me say something. There's a place for wisdom. There was a time when Paul, they had to put him in a basket and throw him over the wall. There was a time they wanted to kill Jesus. He walked in their midst. There was another time they wanted to kill Jesus. He hid himself. Are you listening? Yeah. So, we, these things are of the heart. And there's something about knowing what to do per time. You know, I stood before the guy. He, 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 he was stunned. This is a gun. I can't, can't you see? Gun because it's a gun. Eh? He pulled the trigger, point blank range. You know what happened to the bullet? It deflected. When they saw what happened, they ran. Both of them ran away. Will you stay? I remember another time I was stabbed. Yes, real life. Stabbed. It did not as much as tear my shirt, had no effect. The guy was afraid. He came to me. He prostrated on the floor. He's like, What in the world is that? What was that? You see. All I knew was Isaiah 417. And I've learned to take God at his word. All I knew was Psalm 91. And I believe that God's word can be trusted. God's word can be depended upon. Remember another time, some of these boys, they came to my room with a bottle of acid. I laughed. I was lying down in bed. I said, get out. Say whatever you want to say and get out. I want to sleep. Yeah. And I'm lying down. And the leader of a cult group with another one of their members. Yeah. Because I knew something. I knew something and I knew that I knew that I knew it you see the Bible says those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits God's Word makes us supernatural makes us supernatural makes us more than conquerors see this thing about dominion it's not a joke it's a fact it's a fact we have dominion over the forces of darkness we have dominion over the forces of hell one man told me one time he said he was going to curse me. I said, I hope your own works. I hope you have the real one, that your own is not Baruch. I said, I dare you. You don't know who I am. I'm the seed of Abraham. <laughs> God told my father Abraham, he said, I will curse those that curse you. He said, I will bless those that bless you. The Bible says, surely there's no enchantment against Jacob. It says there's no divination against Israel. Remember one time, <laughs> a family member came to meet me about how some people were purported to have Cut some of my hair. I'm going to do stuff to harm me, to hinder me. When I heard, I laughed. I laughed so hard I fell off the chair. I was rolling on the floor laughing. Then I told them, I said, in case you know who the people are, tell them to come back. If they need my fingernails, I will give them. If they need my toenails, I will give them. If they need my mother's name, my father's mother's name, I will tell them all of it. And I will not pray about them. It's not a prayer point. Why? Because I'm a new creature. Because I'm a new species. Not because I'm a preacher. I know preachers that have been killed like rats. Yeah. It's because of who we are in Christ. You see, that knowledge is revolutionary. That knowledge makes masters. Masters out of wimps. It makes masters out of men. Makes you invincible. Incapable of being conquered. Incapable of being defeated. And that's who you are. That's who you are. So, shake away all that... All that, eh, you know, you know, you know, it's those Jim Jims, my guy, you are Jim Jim. You're a child of God. You're a child of God. You're a new creature. So some of these truths we need to feed upon them. Feed on God's word about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. See, First John 4, 4, it says, Here I've got little children and I've overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one is in you. He's bigger than the devil. He's bigger than sickness. He's bigger than poverty. He's bigger than disease. He's bigger than adverse circumstances. God is living on the inside of you. You see, for me to be defeated in life, God will have to be defeated. For me to go under, God will have to go under. But God can't be defeated. God can't go under. And that's why I won't. I won't. The greater one is in me. I'm not the one doing it. It's God doing it. See, Smith Wigglesworth, (laughs) <laughs> he knew something about power with God. One time they called him there was this girl, little girl in her twenties, they were in Wales They sent a, the parents sent a letter to Wigglesworth to come, when Wigglesworth got there, the parents of the girl just, they didn't say a word, just took him upstairs this frail body twenty somewhat year old lady totally lost her mind empowered by demons five grown men couldn't hold her down, as soon as Wigglesworth got into that room with blazing eyes. She flung the five of them away. You know, like the madman of Gadara had supernatural strength. She flung little body, little girl, five hefty grown men. She threw them the way Samson used to throw those guys. Flung them away with blazing eyes. She said, you can't cast us out. Wigglesworth said, he just remembered First John 4-4. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. He replied, he said, but Jesus can and he's in me, out in the name of Jesus. 37 devils came out and they gave their names as they left. In a few minutes, her mind was perfectly sound. She was set free. Somebody asked Wigglesworth, how could you do that? How do you do all those feats? A man through whom God raised at least 23 people from the dead, how did you do that? He had revival on every inhabited continent. Who? glory to God. One time he was in the train, a fellow looked at me and the man started crying said something about you just convicts me of sin because of having said a word he just sat there God's presence you see he said the secret is this First John 4 4 greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world God is on the inside of me you want to talk about John G. Lake when Lake was in South Africa in five years he established 625 churches Lake you know, they told him about those witch doctors. He said then, challenge them. Cast the devil out of them. <laughs> yeah. They looked at him like, what are you saying? He said that he challenged witch doctors both individually and collectively. He told them, he said, I'll come to your meeting if you come to mine. Do a miracle, I'll top it. I'll top it. <laughs> one man one time wanted to levitate for Lake the man levitated, Lake looked at him he put his hand there, devil in the name of Jesus the man hits the frog Boga. body began to wake him he knew that power passed power he just knew something about being in union with God, he knew something about dominion, when there was a bubonic plague and they were burying the dead, people were dying in their droves, Lake was helping to care for the sick, bury the dead then the, those folks came, the British, the called they sent a call, doctors. They said, why aren't you, aren't you using our preventatives? He said, well, you might want to experiment with me. Just so you know, he had a background in science. They took the froth that came from the mouth of someone who had just died, put it under the microscope. They saw living germs. He said they should put it in his hand. They put it in his hand. He went to the microscope. They were dead. They were alarmed. They said, what caused that? he said it's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus said as long as I walk in the light of that law no disease germ can attach itself to my body now listen I'm not saying go and do something foolish yeah we do all we need to do in the natural but you know something we believe God we believe God he can be trusted and you're a new creature you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit the all-knowing one The all-wise one The all-powerful one He's making his home on the inside of you We need to realize that The indwelling of the Holy Ghost First Corinthians 3.16 says Know ye not that ye are the temple of God And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you He was sure they still hadn't gotten it So he wrote them again First Corinthians 6.19 and 20 What? Know ye not That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost Which is in you Which ye have of God And ye are not your own Says for ye are bought with the price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He still was sure they hadn't gotten it, so I wrote them another letter. Second Corinthians six, from verse fourteen: Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial? What part hath he that believeth an infidel? What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? Verse sixteen: For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said I will dwell in them I will walk in them I will be their God they shall be my people God is on the inside of us God is on the inside of us you see and when he came to dwell in us he didn't leave his power behind in heaven when he came to dwell in us he didn't leave his abilities behind in heaven no he came in all of his fullness he dwells the church individually and collectively you see, we need to feed on those truths. Those are truths that will make us masters. Those are truths that will enable us to live in the supernatural. I was talking with a man one day. The man said he can do something that if you cut him, he's a day. He, hmm, impressive. I said, it depends on who does the cutting. He said, what do I mean? I said, just what I said. <laughs> he looked at me. He said, you these small boys of nowadays, you think you have something well I told him I said we could do an experiment I won't use an axe the effects could be fatal I won't use a matchet the effects could be fatal let's get a blade <laughs> you know it's where there is in ground that two people are arguing I can beat you, you can beat me I can beat you, you can beat me stop talking fights we'll know who can beat who so I told him let's do an experiment well sent a little girl she bought a brand new blade tiger I can't forget that day on Saturday morning the man got a glass of water and then he took this alligator pepper stuff I saw him do it picked a few pieces of it threw it in his mouth he chewed it and then he called these incantations I heard him call the incantations then he finished and he spat into the glass of water he drank it when he drank it someone then took the blade he said cut me and let's see now before I tell you the rest of this story I'll tell you another story My mom was a senior matron in UCH, in charge of the operating theatres. There was one former governor, was a former governor, in the southwest region. I won't tell you which state, and I won't tell you who exactly, it could be your uncle. One day the man came for surgery. I think there was a growth they were to remove from his body, put him under anesthesia. My mom is alive, she can confirm this story, I'm telling you. They wheeled him into the theatre, and they couldn't cut him. His body wouldn't cut. They tried, 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 it wouldn't cut. (laughs) <laughs> don't do something and they wheeled him out Waited for the anesthesia to wear they said sir we need to cut you whatever you did that made you uncuttable, undo it so that we can cut you to save your life so those things exist this man did this stuff they cut him when they cut him he turned white and he cleared I saw it I was there I said okay I said, there's some kekegun power there and I said give me the blade they gave me under my breath, I said quietly, you foul spirits, I command you to desist in your maneuvers and to stop in your oppressions in Jesus' name. Then I made sure, it's like what David said about Absalom. He said, be gentle with that young man. I made sure I was gentle with, the, with that man. I just did it slightly. The next thing we saw was something that was red and it wasn't black currant. You know, it was his blood. He started bleeding. He looked at me. He said, what did you do? He said, you knew something I didn't know. Yes, it's the name of Jesus the power of God. Remember another incident, you know, this uh, relation, he wanted to go visit a friend of his. For some reason, he asked me to come with him. I didn't know where we were going. I got there. On getting there, I later got to find out that that man was one of these mediums, these shootsayers who divine, who consult with crazy occult powers and that stuff. Now, I didn't know. I just sat. The man came out and the first thing he said, he said, who is this? Then that relation of mine said he came with me the man said well the moment he stepped in here all the powers I walked with were paralyzed they couldn't work I can't do anything if he doesn't live here so he begged me to leave what kind of stupid power is that that just somebody comes in, sits down and your power is paralyzed I didn't even pray you see, but it's about waiting you carry you know, They say waiting you carry my guy, you carry deity you carry God on the inside of you you are tied up to deity you are in union with him So let's meditate on those truths. They will build a sense of mastery into us. You know, Psalm 5 verse 12 says, For thou, O Lord, will bless the righteous. He says, With favor shall thou compass him as a shield. You are the righteous. The favor of God is upon you. If you won't be favored, who will be favored? If they won't give you the contract, who would they give it to? You are in union with God. You are in union with God. know sometimes we're looking for hey mighty man of faith and power hey man of god who will bless me man of god who will do this and yes god uses ministers no doubt but listen when will we grow out of that state and get to the place where you are the one who is looking for who to help you know there's a way and i know this church is not like that but there are churches that Most of the people there, instead of growing up spiritually, they are still with feeding bottle, feeding bottle. Oh, feeding bottle. I won't come to church again. So and so sat on my seat. I won't come to church again. Pastor, didn't visit me. I won't come to church again. So and so said something I didn't like. I will do this. You know, you see some of that stuff. And it's just canality gone to seed. That's all it is. You see, God wants us to live a supernatural life. Walk in the supernatural. Walk in the supernatural. So I'm not talking about how I can receive my miracle. How I can receive my miracle. We're always trying to receive our miracle. No. God wants you to be a miracle yourself. A carrier of miracles. Walking miracles. And then you are now the one helping pastor. Pastor, who do you want me to visit? Pastor, is there somebody who's sick I can go pray for? Pastor, how can I support the vision? Pastor, what are the new territories God is telling us to do? Telling you, giving you direction for us. See, that's how God wants us to be. supernatural bunch walking in the miraculous living in the miraculous as an everyday occurrence yes there is the anointing no doubt there's such a thing as people being called of God and we must honor that God uses men he does but you see if we are not careful we will deify men and if we are not careful we will not take advantage of what we have as believers you know in Mark 16 15 to 20 bible says he said unto them go into all the world preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved he that believeth not shall be damned he said in verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name notice he didn't say these signs shall follow the preachers he didn't say these signs shall follow the pastors he didn't say these signs shall follow clergymen said these signs shall accompany the believing ones in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover Bible says after he had spoken these words unto them he was sheaved up into heaven sat down at the right hand of God it says and they went forth preaching everywhere the Lord walking with them confirming the word with signs following amen praise God I remember one time somebody put something in my food yeah and I just had a premonition about it but then I also felt led to do what I did so I ate the food then after eating I called the person gave it some time I said you put something in that food Person was shaking. Said, You notice I ate it. <laughs> I said, Don't do those things next time. You can see it didn't have any effect on me. Amen. You see, we are supernatural creatures. That's what we are. Invincible. Invincible. I'm talking to you. I'm talking about you. It's not a function of being called to the ministry, it's a function of being born again. The name of Jesus belongs to the church. See, that name is our credential in miracles. That name is our credential in miracles. You know, in the early church, those guys, they didn't mind them talking about the resurrection. But they said, don't talk about that name. Don't talk about that name. The name of Jesus was the battle axe in the ministry of Paul. He said, I will show him how great and mighty things he must suffer for my name's sake. He said, "He will bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. See, the power is in the name. The power is in the name the authorities in the name and that name is my legal right I have a legal right to use it I haven't been a Christian for too long, got born again October 9, 1983 well, October this year will make it uh, 38 years, but you know that in 38 years of being a, 37 years plus of being a Christian, I haven't asked God for one thing yet that I didn't get now I'm talking about in my own life when it involves somebody else, what they believe has a lot to do with it, whether uh, the light you're walking in has a lot to do with it but in my own life I always get answers to my prayers see people say God always answers prayers sometimes says yes sometimes it says no sometimes he says hold on you know I haven't seen that in the Bible yet John 16 23 and 24 and in that day you shall ask me nothing very very I say unto you whatever you shall ask the Father in my name in my name in my name he will give it to you said he is have you asked nothing in my name ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full there were times i needed to make some adjustments for the answer to come there were times i needed to stand my ground a while in faith for the answer to come but it always came and it always comes why because of the name 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 all i'm just talking to us about is christianity the life of god in man the use of the name of jesus the unfettered use of that name the power in that name the majesty in that name the authority in that name and it's ours you say, but how come I'm not walking like that well, we need to educate our spirits we need to take these truths and meditate in them and meditate in them and meditate in them and meditate in them them, until they they are so real to us they are so real to us they are so real to us on the inside, amen. See, long ago I decided that I was done with sickness, and I've been done with it ever since. And you can be done with it too. See, the spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead, He dwells in you and He quickens your mortal body. He quickens mine. He does. Makes my body full of life, full of energy, full of strength, full of vitality, full of health. And He's in you too. How do I get that to work for me? It's so simple. Every Christian can do it. The Word of God. Just building this truth into our spirits. Building this truth into our spirits. Yes, it may take some time. But let's stay with it. Let's stay with it. Let's stay with it. Let's stay with it. When this thing actually settles down inside us. Ah! When we come to understand the meaning of our exaltation. And being seated at the right hand of the Father. Ooh, you will look down at challenges When trouble comes You say devil Is that all you've got Upon all the name they say you'll be a devil devil So you can't cause me any trouble more than this Yeah yeah You just step on the yeah yeah thing You know he said behold I give unto you authority Power to tread on serpents and scorpions And over all the ability Luke 10:19, Power, dynamis of the devil He said and nothing shall by any means hurt you in Psalm 91 verse 13 He said you will tread upon the lion and the other He said the young lion and the dragon You will trample on the feet Lion there talks about the devil's fiercest trials Yes, we will face trials Yes, we will face tests And so, big deal <laughs> That's where the fun is You see the student who reads all the time is hoping that they will be impromptu exam He's hoping that they will be impromptu tests Because he stays ready when we build these things on the inside of us Wow! Why won't your business move forward? Why won't your career move forward? It has to move forward! It has to move forward! The Word of God will cost your way to be prosperous! It will enable you to have good success! You see, when it comes to sin God doesn't want us to fall like a pack of cards when any temptation comes No! Romans six fourteen says for sin shall not have dominion over you it says for ye are not under the law but under grace it doesn't have dominion over us doesn't have dominion over us so we can actually live right why we're the righteousness of God we can live right we can do righteousness Psalm 9 verse 9 says how will a young man cleanse his ways says, by giving heed thereto according to thy word. Verse 11 says, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I may not sin against thee. In John 15, 3, it says, ye are clean through the words I have spoken unto you. In John 17, 17, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. God's word will sanctify us. God's word will set us apart. God's word will reprogram our minds. God's word will enable us to discipline our flesh cause us to live as masters so that's the first thing if we're going to walk in the supernatural let's give heed to the word listen it's not the hero of the word who is blessed it's not the quota of the word who is blessed it's the doer of it it's not what you know that counts it's what you do with what you know it's knowledge acted upon that produces results let's get that word in us so that we live in the supernatural we walk in the miraculous. We're always reaching out for the lost to come to church, amen. We're always reaching out for uh, people who uh, don't know their rights and privileges. Yeah, because everybody is walking in victory. Everybody is walking in triumph. E.W. Kenyon pastored a church for 24 years and not one person was sick. Kenneth e. Hagin pastored for 11 years and nine months. No church member died young, none, none. And there were people who were terminally sick. see it's about what we feed on it's about what we and then you know beyond what we hear in church because i know in this church we have fed god's word strong let's go back and build on the word build our lives on the word look to the word because the word of god is it god has magnified his word above his name psalm 138 verse 2 he doesn't play with his word in Isaiah 55 He said, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Numbers 23:19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. As he said it and shall he not do it, as he spoken it and shall he not make it good. In Jeremiah 1:12, he said, I hasten over my word to perform it. He's in a hurry to make his word good. Now there sometimes you may need to fight. There sometimes some things may not show up immediately. There sometimes you may need to stand your ground a while. First Timothy six twelve says, "Fight the good fight of faith." There's a fight to faith. There's a fight to faith. What do you do when the tests come? What do you do when the trials come? The Bible says, "Having done all to stand, stand therefore." You tell the devil, "It is written." He comes again. You say, "Listen up, dude." It is written. It comes again. You say, listen up again. It is still written. You tell him what is written. You put him on the run. You have some fun. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. You see, when we are word inclined, we rejoice in the face of trouble. We rejoice. Come and join me. Sing hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh has done me well. And somebody is wondering why you are so excited. It's because a test has come. A huge trial has come. What is it? Just another opportunity to act on the word of God. Just another opportunity to do the supernatural. Just another opportunity for God to show himself strong on our behalf. That's it. That's the spirit. See, there's a law to faith. There are principles to faith. But there's a spirit to faith. Sometimes, some of us, we have it down pat. When it comes to the principles of faith, but there's an attitude. Faith has an attitude. Pastor Hagen puts it like this. He says, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. That never die spirit. That never quits spirit. That never lose spirit. That always wins spirit. They say in life, you can't win every time. Who said? Second Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place we always triumph we always win by the word of God putting that word to practice acting on the word of God acting on the word of God Brother Copeland talked about one lady she had cancer under his ministry she had gotten healed years after she had another cancer totally unrelated to the first he was talking with her on the phone he said get your Bible she was scrambling around for a Bible Said immediately he told himself she may not make it. She didn't. You see, don't wait until the storm comes to start building. Get a solid foundation. F.F. Bosworth say, said this. He said, most Christians feed their faith, three, uh, feed their bodies three hot meals a day, their spirit one cold snack a week. And then they wonder why they are so weak in faith. Wigglesworth said, if you wait until you need faith and then try to get you it, waited it too late. P.C. Nelson said, constantly feed along the lines of faith and healing. Because the day will come when you will either need faith for your own healing or for the healing of a loved one. And if your faith hasn't been kept strong, you'll be at a disadvantage. So let's build this word. Let's take it more seriously. Build it into our hearts. You know, you always have time for what you consider important. Have you been walking, you came to church one day and then you saw somebody in service, he wasn't wearing anything. And not that, the person lost their mind. So why are you not wearing clothes? I didn't have time to dress up. Has anybody ever told you that before? We always have time for what is important in our own lives let's make the word of God important now secondly second thing is prayer let me tell you something I spend as much time praying as I spend studying the Bible I pray I pray a lot because it's wise Luke 18:1. Jesus said men ought always to pray and not to faint Another translation of that says Men ought always to pray and not to cave in Another translation says Men ought always to pray and not to turn out badly You can't turn out badly if you pray You can't turn out badly if you pray Ephesians 6.18 Praying always With all prayer and supplication in the spirit And watching thereunto With all perseverance And supplication for all saints We are to pray Have a prayer life Praise God a prayer life that gets the job done. And we can. See First Corinthians 14 2, The Bible says for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. Speaketh not unto men but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit. He speaketh mysteries. When we pray in other tongues. That's the primary way to pray in the spirit. As a young boy. A teenager. I read where Paul said I thank my God. First Corinthians 14 18. I speak with tongues more than you And I just thought about it. He, Paul, he talked in tongues more than the Corinthian church. Ah! Those guys came behind in no gift. They had every manifestation of the Spirit in their midst. They had competitive speaking in tongues. He had to be telling them competitive interpretation. Read First Corinthians 14. Instructions he had to give them to straighten them out, to line them up. And yet Paul said, you see, when it comes to tongues, you'll be a small boy. Ah! Then I just... Thought to myself. Then I heard somebody, something Brother Higgin said, Kenneth e. Higgin, a blessed memory. You know, if you, some of those camp meetings, and camp meeting is still like that. When the Bible seminar and Tulsa, they're still like that. He said before those night sessions where there were phenomenal moves of God, phenomenal manifestations of the Holy Ghost. He said he would spend an hour or two talking in tongues. Hey, he said he found out that the more he prayed and worshipped God in tongues, the more the manifestations of other gifts of the Spirit he saw in his life. Hmm. I also read where the Bible says, He who sows to the flesh will of the flesh corruption. He who sows to the Spirit will love the Spirit real life everlasting. I read where it said, He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. And I said, "Me, I want bountiful. When it comes to that Spirit, I want bountiful. Wigglesworth, he said he would talk in tongues two hours in the afternoon and go to the meeting at night and identify the people. John G. Lake said tongues is the making of his ministry. Talked in tongues a lot. Then I decided to, remember the day, one day in 1986, one Sunday afternoon, there I decided I was going to talk in tongues one hour. He was like, who sent me? I talked like this. I said, I know. It's 48 minutes. I looked, it was eight. I said, sure. I don't enter one chance with this. I continued. Ah, I said, I know I've passed. I've passed. I've passed. I looked. It was 11 minutes. I said, I yeah, well, don't gas today. Who sent me? And I'm just that kind of person. If I set my heart on something to do it, I'd do it. So I stayed with it. When that one hour was up, it was like, <sighs> I felt like they should write it in Guinness Book of World Records. I talked in tongues one hour. Sure, it was a feat. But you know what? I just kept at it just kept at it i just kept at it i just kept at it a motivation i had was this i said when we get to heaven i don't want paul to be able to quote first corinthians 14:18 i just don't want him to be able to quote it i want him to say i thank my god i speak with tongues I say where is that tongues guy i don't speak in tongues more than he <laughs> or yeah you know it's good to be zealously affected in a good way you know then one day i talked in tongues 2 hours one day 3 hours one day five hours one day seven hours one day 10 hours one day 12 hours one day 15 hours one day 21 hours one day i did 24 straight non-stop now i'm not saying that to brag on me no that's not the point i'm just saying that can we just provoke ourselves in these things moves of god are bettered they are bettered in prayer they are bettered in prayer you want to have the supernatural my guy pray talk in tongues of course, tongues is not the only way to pray. said, so I pray. I will pray with the Spirit. I'll pray with the understanding also. I'll sing with the Spirit. I'll sing with the understanding also. There are some prayers you can't pray in tongues. You can't rebuke the devil in tongues. You can't command the devil in tongues. He doesn't understand. You need to speak in a language he understands. Are you listening to me? But you see, let's give ourselves to prayer. It makes the spirit realm more distinct. Yeah. I had a meeting yesterday. 1 a.m. I was still talking in tongues. Yeah. I woke up this morning pretty early Spent good time in the fellowship with my father Got into the word I spent just as much time praying As I spend in the word You see somebody put it like this "said Just the word and you may dry up Just the spirit and you may blow up But with the word and the spirit You get to grow up It takes the Holy Ghost to open up the Bible to us It takes the Holy Ghost to confirm that Bible It takes the Holy Ghost to help us to do that Bible So we need his help And one way we solicit the help of the Spirit of God is by prayer. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14. The Bible says, uh, verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. He charges up himself like a battery. Charges up himself like a battery. Charge up your spiritual batteries. See, we all have phones. Oh, we have phones a lot. Many of us do. And sometimes the battery of that phone, if it goes out, you will not as much as be able to pick somebody's call from it, someone's number for me to call the person on another line. The phone is dead. If your car battery is dead, that car is not moving anywhere. And in some cases, you're not even getting inside. Yeah, we need yes, we need the word, but we also need the power of the Holy Ghost. How do we generate that power? See Acts one eight, the Bible says, "Well, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you." The Amplified Classic says you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, might after that the Holy Ghost come upon you. Any believer who has the Holy Ghost in him has the power of God in him. He has the powerhouse in him. In actual fact, he is the power's house. But of what use is power if you can't generate it? Of what use? James 5 16, confess your faults one to another, pray one for another that he may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man available much Amplified Classic the continued earnest heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working we can make power available through prayer power for our own life power for our own breakthroughs there's something about being led by the spirit of God something about being led by the spirit of God one fellow told me one time he said is either you're a genius Or God talks to you. I said, I don't think I'm that smart. But I've learned to listen to God. He said, You just seem to always be in the right place at the right time. Things just work out for you in a way that doesn't add up. It doesn't have to add up. It's called supernatural. When we take time to pray in the Spirit, it makes the leading of God's Spirit more distinct. How is God going to guide us? Through our spirits. See, when we pray in tongues, our spirits are active. And it's through our spirits that God will speak to us. Most times, the way we will be led is by the inward witness. Just an inward intuition. Just a knowing on the inside. Most of the leadings I've received, that's how I've gotten them. Yes, I've had visions. Yes, Jesus appeared to me a number of times. I've seen angels. I've been caught up to heaven. I've had those spectacular experiences. And I'll tell you something. Most times, when I have spectacular leading, there's spectacular trouble ahead. So God is telling me spectacularly because he wants me to stay steady. So many times, uh, he's like, God, can we not have that spectacular deal? <laughs> the inward witness is enough. You see, many times we're looking for the spectacular and we're missing the supernatural. That inward witness is just as supernatural, as guidance through visions, as guidance through an angel. If we will follow that witness, let me tell you something. You see, in business, eh? you know God said, he will bless the work of our hands, right? You know, he said about the man who meditates in the word, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, right? But you know, don't take that out of his context and leave the place of the leading of God's Spirit. The Holy Ghost will tell you the one not to touch, he will tell you the one not to do. You know, there are some things God knows he won't work. God knows the future better than we know the past. God knows what's going to happen with crypto. He does. He knows the future. I don't, he does. God knows what you should do what you should invest in what you shouldn't invest in what business you should take what what you shouldn't take he knows he knows uh, should I relocate should I stay here listen prosperity is not a citizen of, of the abroad and poverty is not a citizen of the Nigeria no it's a matter of what is God telling us to do and there's some people God will tell to relocate but there are many people God will say stay isaac was gonna leave that place god said stay he did and he reaped a hundredfold in that same year where there was famine so don't let's be led by our senses don't let's be guided by our senses sometimes we need to get alone with god until we know what he wants us to do if you need to fast fast if you need to take time off take time off and just pray in the spirit until you know what to do if you don't know yet no problem There's some decisions. I don't know what to do about them sometimes in a week, two weeks, a month, two months, three months. But then I just keep walking in the light I already have. And I trust him for more light. And then after a while, that witness starts getting more distinct about what I should do concerning it. Then I do it. You see, faith is involved in being led by the Spirit of God. Let's spend time to pray in other tongues. Let's spend more time, more time, more time, Yes, like Apostle Goodhart said, that corporate anointing is invaluable. A good way. i met believers who said they have trouble in their prayer lives. Then come for corporate prayer meeting. That's a good place to get started. Praying with other brethren. Making power available. And then you are able to take that to your own closet. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Gifts of the Spirit. Manifestations of the Holy Ghost. They belong to the church. God is not a miser. He's not mising them. He's not hoarding those manifestations. They don't need walking on miracles in heaven. They don't need special faith in heaven. They don't need it in heaven. It's here on earth that we need it. But you know something? Can we just pray some more? Spend more time praying as a body of believers. Spend more time praying in our private lives. And just looking on the inside looking on the inside looking on the inside for what God will have us do while I was in the university I remember my first year I had a staring an unexplainable staring just to spend extra time praying in tongues just an unexplainable staring that first year I guess I prayed in tongues like 7 hours every day first year, I didn't know what it was but I just knew there's something that is ahead there is something that is ahead. What is this thing that is ahead? What is this thing that, uh, that, that, that I'm praying out? What is this thing that I'm preparing for? I had that sense. Something is ahead. Something is ahead. Unknown to me, there was a major move of God that was just ahead. You no, know, Zechariah 10.1 says, Ask ye of the Lord, rain in the time of the latter rain. And he says, he will make bright clouds. Give showers of rain to every one grass in the field. Tell you something about revival. Revival is not a big deal to get. It's not. No, it's not. It's just about planting seed in the ground and preparing the ground with rain. What's that rain? Prayer. You see, what is God doing in these last days? I tell you, Jesus is coming. Is pretty close. We can hasten His return or we can delay it. How is? How are we going to hasten it? The Bible says this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached as a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. Are you listening? Look, God wants us when it comes to reaching out, reaching out, reaching out to the lost, reaching out to the unreached, world evangelization, Christian discipleship, that's God's heartbeat. You see, God is building strong local churches And he's teaching them to flow in the supernatural revivals are birthed moves of God are birthed you know a bunch of us too had the same steering and then something broke loose my God something broke loose in my school that time we had certain strange manifestations of the power of God I remember this meeting I was in the keyboard was playing nobody was on it pastor Charles was in that meeting was just playing myself we had times when people would fall down under the park get glued to the floor you couldn't lift them they're glued there people will laugh in the spirit dance in the spirit i remember <laughs> uh, this fellow he's in the u.s now you know one night he laughed in the spirit all night all night just laughing without laughing gas psalm 126 bible says when the lord turned again the captivity of zion we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord had done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us, whereof we're glad. You see, there is a laugh in the spirit, there is a dance in the spirit, there is a rejoicing in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, glory to God. 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 Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. (laughs) Oh, glory. You know, the Bible says that he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Psalm 2 verse 4. I know we are seated together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You know, the Bible says that at destruction and at famine we will laugh. I remember the first time I saw a leg. This fellow is in South Africa now, medical doctor. He had one leg shorter than the other. I was in that meeting Sunday evening. (laughs) The leg grew out. Yeah. He walked with a limp then. He walks perfect now. It grew out. I've seen things like that happen. With limbs growing out. With organs being replaced in the body. Yeah. God still does things like that. God still does things like that. God still does things like that you see Judaism was Judaism as long as the miracle walking Jehovah was involved Christianity is Christianity because it's the life of God in man it's a he's a wonder walker a wonder walker a wonder walker a wonder walker that's who our father is moves of God are birthed and then from that campus something went off people left off I went to preach a fellow in Chicago a few years back then he began to tell me about some of the things that happened as a result of some of those meetings how they stared him in the direction he's in now you see those things bear fruits 10 years after 20 years after 25 years after we're still seeing the fruit of those things moves of God moves of God moves of God this is a ministry that is passionate about revival and you know we're going to see it. And we are seeing it. And we'll yet see it. You know the husbandman that labors will be first partaker of the fruits. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Demonstrations of the power of God. Demonstrations of the power of God. So prayer. Those two things. I haven't said anything we really don't know. I just stirred up our pure minds a way of remembrance. Let's spend time in the word. More time in the word. Let's spend time in prayer. Now I'm not saying you pray all the time, you neglect caring for your husband, you neglect caring for your wife, you neglect caring for your children. You you don't take care of the house. I'm not saying don't do some, I'm not saying go do something extreme. Yeah, there's the natural and the supernatural. They both have to work together. Are you listening? God doesn't want us goofy, spooky. No, but you see, He wants us to walk in the supernatural. He wants us to walk in the supernatural. He wants us to to walk in the supernatural. How I want us to see things Rather than seeing yourself as the one in need Looking for a miracle Why don't you start seeing yourself as the one Who is going out to help people get miracles Why not start seeing yourself as the one Who is walking in the miraculous Yourself And demonstrating the power of God You see gifts of the spirit Don't belong to the clergy They belong to the church Yes with ministry gifts they operate with a stronger anointing But they belong to the church Any spirit filled believer The Holy Ghost can flow through him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. There's a lady here. You you lost one of your kids. You lost one of your kids. Recently. Who's the person? Lost one of your kids. Who's it? Lost a child. Lost a child. Who's, who's the person? Lost the child. Who's it? I got something to tell you. You lost the child. Who's it? If you lost the child, you know. Amen. There's nothing to, be, nothing to be ashamed of about some of these things. I'm not going to embarrass you or do stuff like that. I won't have ask you to come out. But you lost the child. Amen. I got something to tell you. I got something to tell you. Praise God. Praise God. Lost a child, lost a child. I don't think it was a, a, a miscarriage or something like that. No, I don't think so. I think it was a child that was already grown. Well, God is going to restore. God is going to restore. And that child that will be born next, God's hand will be upon him. It's going to be a hymn. And you'll have cause to rejoice and you have cause to be glad. And you will look back and say, yes. The devil thought he won. He didn't. God restored. And God restored big. Amen. That's what the Lord will have me tell you. Glory to God. 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 God. Someone, God has been talking to you about stepping out. Stepping out. Stepping out. I'm not talking about stepping out of church. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about stepping out into... A venture it's a bigger venture than uh, than it, it's beyond your wildest imagination something bigger than what you're doing and um some doors have come have opened and um in your mind you're you, you, you you're doubting you're doubting and uh, it's like will this work will this work it's something that involves shipping you know and you're wondering can this work what if this fails again what if this doesn't go right but you know on the inside of you, he's prompting you to step out. Who are you? Praise God. Who, who, who's that person? Something involves evolving shipping. And God is telling you about stepping out, stepping out. Yeah, I see your hand. Praise God. You know what? Step out and do it. And you're going to see that it will thrive. It will work. It will succeed. Beyond your wildest dreams. Beyond your wildest dreams. Beyond your wildest dreams. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is, but something like a a loss of something. I don't know what loss it was. But God said he will restore. He will restore. He will restore multiple folds. So don't fret about it. He'll restore. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, they thought they were smart. Looked like they played you in. But don't, don't feel bothered about it. Just let it go. Amen. Let it go. watch god turn it around does that make sense yeah watch god turn it around turn it around turn it around multiple fold you know abraham dug this well you know and then they filled it with stuff dug another one and all that but you know a time comes when god brings us and we say wow thank god that happened like it did what the devil meant for harm, god has his way of turning it around for our good And will even be grateful to God, and it will seem like this was even part of the plan. You see, he's a master at doing those things. Glory to God! 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 It's gonna get bigger, sir. It's gonna get bigger. It's gonna get bigger. It's going to get bigger, much bigger, much bigger. It's bigger, 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 bigger than you even realize at the moment. It's going to get much bigger. It's going to get much bigger. Yeah, should I step into that now? Perhaps. Amen. It will thrive. It'll thrive. It'll thrive. It'll get bigger. It'll get bigger. It'll expand. It'll expand. Yeah. And God will send you the men. He will send you the people. He will bring them. He will bring them. And then you'll know that this was God that did this. I didn't have to try to make it happen. I didn't have to sweat to make it happen. God made it happen. And it'll get out of your hands, as it were. And it'll grow so big. And it'll say, Look, 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 God, I didn't bargain for this. I wasn't thinking about this. But it's God. It's God. Watch it happen. You won't have to make it happen, but just watch it happen. Because it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen it will happen ha ha pembrata sister the gala provo the vevatas, the ve the ve the vevatas. yeah in ministries talking to an individual involved in ministry you stumbled in a few areas and you uh, ventured into uh, a, a certain thing and it, it, you fell flat on your face and now you're discouraged And you're saying, no, 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 no. I'm done with all that. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm I'm just going to stay with this secular. And I'm not going to stay with this. Listen, said the Lord. Don't deprive those who he wants to reach to you. Yes, it didn't quite work out the other time. But don't let that numb your spirit. Stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. For the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. He hasn't changed his mind about the assignment he gave you yes you stepped out prematurely and that's why it went the way it did but this time around see to it you get it right and see to it you get some godly counsel and you're gonna watch it bloom and you're gonna see that you'll be a blessing unto many many people here are staring to see miracles are staring to see more miracles are staring to see more supernatural things let me tell you what we cost it. Just be bold. Just be bold. Just dare. Just dare. Dare to use the name of Jesus. Dare to step out in faith. Amen. Yes. Bring out your hands, everybody. Your hands. Your own hands. Yes. He said you will lay them on the sick. And he said the sick will recover. So expect it to happen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't know. Can I come down? Will that be fine? Good. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise his holy name. 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 trying to think it out quit trying to reason it out yeah it may not be reasonable but if it's what you know to do then do it for you see we walk by faith not by our senses we walk by faith not by our reasoning so don't try to reason it out it may not seem reasonable it may not seem logical but it's what you know to do and the just shall live by faith and as we step out in faith the power of God will be in display and yes it will work it will work real good and you'll say good God so this is what I was keeping myself back from all this while and you'll have much cause to rejoice and much cause to be glad let's just lift up our hands to him in praise in praise in praise in praise you know you haven't been praising him like you should you haven't been worshiping him like you should just pressing some more in that place of praise in that place of adoration that place of Thanksgiving, you know, you can thank him for those tests. You can thank him for those trials. You can thank him for those situations. You can magnify him all the same. You know, because he inhabits our praises, he inhabits our praises. Just continue to praise him. Continue to praise him. You've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Yes, it's time to shift gears and just start praising Him because it's here, because it's here Because it's here. Because it's here. Because it's here. It's here now. It's here now. It's not going to happen. It's already happening. Just begin to praise him. You don't see it yet. You don't know it yet. But there are things already happening. There are things that have already turned around. Just start praising him. Just start praising him. See, there's a, a higher dimension of the supernatural. A higher dimension of the miraculous. Some things you walked in in yesteryears. you saw in yesteryears but it looked like after a while they began to wane and you weren't seeing them like you used to you see there'll be a restoration of those things there'll be a multiplicity as well and where two have been healed you'll see four where 10 have been saved you'll see 20 and where you've been able to reach just this number it'll suddenly be multiplied and you'll rejoice and you'll rejoice and you'll rejoice (laughs) there's somebody on this side somewhere who's battling with something about a growth who's the person a growth person is battling with a growth i don't know where the growth is or what kind of growth it is who's it who's it who's it i'm going to curse that thing and it'll wither amen who's it a growth someone somewhere here a growth who's it just lift up your hand if you're the one amen i curse that thing it'll wither (laughs) yeah i see your hand in the name of jesus i speak to that growth i said dry up wither and be no more in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus someone who lost a loved one you lost a loved one and you've been wondering did they go to heaven did they go to heaven did they go to heaven Did they go to heaven? Did they go to heaven? Did they go to heaven? And when I said that just now, on the inside of you, something leaped up. Yeah, I'm talking to you. They went to heaven. They went to heaven. They went to heaven. They made it right with God. So stop being anxious in your mind. Stop being anxious in your mind. Stop being anxious in your mind. You're going to see them there that day. They're already walking up and down the streets of gold (laughs) Oh glory to God 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 God. You know he's the turn around expert I'm talking to you sir Yeah he's the turn around expert 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 Yeah that family situation yeah yeah he's the turnaround expert you see the hearts of kings in his hands he turns it with us he will ours is to walk in love and do what is right yeah he will give us favor with those people and that issue will be resolved and the strife will be gone ah and you'll be glad you'll be glad you'll be glad because he will turn it around he will turn it around he will turn it around so don't try to do anything in your strength You've tried and tried and tried, but it hasn't worked. But just relax and rest and watch him do it. Because the strife will dissipate. And there will be restoration and there will be peace. And you'll be glad that it happened. And it will bring such increase and such blessing. And you'll be glad. Does that make sense to you? Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, I'm like up i rather have the Holy Ghost on me 10 minutes than own the whole world with a fence around it. Yeah, that lady there. I'm talking to you. Yes, the one standing. Yes, yes, you. You know, it's done. It's done. It's settled. It's a fact. It's done already. It's done already. It's done already. It's done. 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 You prayed about it and he heard your prayer, it's done so just thank him because it is just thank him because it is and watch the answer unfold it's already done, so stop asking for it again, it's already settled it's already done, just praise him for it just praise him, I don't know what it is whatever it is, amen, glory to God praise his holy name praise his holy name blessed be God, blessed be God blessed be God blessed be God, praise the Lord, glory to God Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, we've been at the shallow waters of a new beginning for a while now in our nation. We've been at the shallow waters of a new beginning. Shallow waters of a new beginning. I'm talking in the spiritual climate of things. Yeah, we're at the shallow waters of a new beginning. And we're going to see more things happen in the years that will come. We're going to see more things happen. Some people will go on to glory. Yes, they will. Some things will happen. Yeah, and don't feel badly about it when those things happen. When those leaders move on, don't feel badly about it. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking in the natural, I'm talking in the uh, uh, ministry. Don't feel badly about it. Don't feel badly about it. Don't feel badly about it. But just know that, yes, God knows what he's doing. God is working. I don't think it's because they did something wrong, because something was wrong. No, nothing was wrong. They were satisfied. And that's why they went on home to be with the Lord it will happen shortly you see it but then as a church it's time to press on it's time to press in it's time to forge ahead it's not time to say oh this this, these guys are going oh what's going to become of us now oh where's direction going to come for the church no no God uses men Men leave, men come, men go But the Holy Ghost is still here And the Holy Ghost is still walking And the Holy Ghost is still moving And his mighty hand still rests upon men Yes, we'll see things We'll see things come to pass in our nation Don't despair And don't quit Don't quit in prayer And don't give up and don't say it's finished for the country because it's not there's a harvest yet to be reaped a harvest of souls into the family of God and Nigeria will be used strategically As a nation to reach other nations to reach other places and that's why we can't afford to bury our heads in the sand like ostriches and begin to to murmur and begin to complain and begin to force and begin to focus on just on that which is not right there's a whole lot that's going on that's right there's a whole lot that's going on that's good in the kingdom of God and you see some things even in the political scene as well will change will change will change if the church will persist if the church will persevere it will change it seems so impossible but it will happen 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 and this nation will yet be a praise on the earth you'll see it happen if the church will persist in prayer if we persist in prayer we'll turn things around with the climate of the land but you see we have to keep our eyes on the harvest we have to keep our eyes on the field we have to keep our eyes on the work and yes prosperity is gonna come into our hands much more than we've seen but we must not miss the purpose of it the purpose of it is for the work the purpose of it is for the lost the purpose of it is for reaching reaching those who are not yet reached oh in God's heart in God's heart there's such a yearning there's such a yearning there's such a yearning the work needs to be done The laborers are so few yet. And those who have been called to that place of ministry, many who are drawing back, drawing back, drawing back. Stop doing that. You're making things more difficult. You say, but I'm just insignificant. No, you're not. There's a quota you have to contribute. So put in your quota and in your local church. Get committed and get involved and bring in your supply. And you know what's going to happen? The body will be built up. The body will be edified. Lives will be changed. Believers will be established. And Jesus will return. Glory to God. Let's just lift up our hands and say, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. Not my will, but yours. Not my way, but yours. Not my way, but yours. Not my way, but yours. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In the name, the name, the name, the name, the name, the name of Jesus the name of jesus thank you father prata <laughs> yeah some things that held back in the past yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Baba yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. 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 We'll do it, Lord. We'll do it, Lord. We'll do it, Lord. We'll do it, Lord. We'll lay our own plans. We'll lay our own ambitions. Oh, in ourselves we're nothing. We're nothing in ourselves. Nothing. 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 Just nothing. Nothing. Nothing of ourselves. It's about you, Lord Jesus. We 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 who we 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 who 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 you not read menopause, your period just ceased. And you're not done having kids. Who are you? Amen. All right. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that situation. Thank you, Father, for a reversal. Yeah, the hormonal imbalance is corrected. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise for it we give you praise for it, let's just consecrate ourselves to his plans, to his purposes, we'll do whatever he wants us to do, we'll go wherever he wants us to go, not our will but his will, not our way but his way we'll pursue his plans we'll pursue his purposes yes and we will see revival we will see revival we will see revival you know, sometimes you're looking for revival, you are the revival be on fire And wherever you go The place will catch fire Because you are a fire Amen Let's stay full of the word Let's stay full of the Holy Ghost And what's going to happen You'll just be a revival going somewhere to happen Glory to God God wants people who will be carriers of revival Carriers of revival Carriers of revival Carriers of his glory Carriers of his power Who will dispense that power dispense that power you see as a church generally we've drawn back in the area of the miraculous we've drawn back in the area of the supernatural we need to contend for it we need to contend for the move of the Spirit we need to give room to the Holy Ghost to move some more yeah there's gonna be some wildfire yeah there's gonna be some fanaticism yeah there's gonna be some excesses it's okay there are enough wet blankets to put those things out but don't let's draw back because of the excesses. No, let's press in, let's press in, let's press in, let's press in, let's press in. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's, let's just praise him in the spirit a bit. Now if you sense a call to the ministry Now I'm not talking about people who are already in the ministry You sense a call to the ministry uh, And I'm talking about pulpit ministry Can I see your hand? Sense a call to pulpit ministry Amen Now I feel led to do something I don't do this all the time Please come forward, amen You know the Bible teaches the laying on of hands The laying on of hands Yeah, I'll lay hands on you Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift of God that's in him given him by the laying on of hands of the presbytery You know I can't give you spiritual gifts I can't it's God who equips people to do what He has called them to do. I can just pray that the, whatever gift and equipping you need to do what God has called you, whatever help you need to fulfill that which is called you to do, that it will be there. That it will be there. That it will be there. March 22nd of 1989 was a Wednesday. About 20 minutes past 7 p.m. I had that voice on the inside of me. Lord said to me, He said, I've given you a ministry of laying on of hands. So you see, I'm anointed along those lanes. And then the laying on of hands covers a multitude of things. Covers a multitude of things. Earlier on, January, January the, the 15th of that year, Lord had said to me that there's an anointing on my hands to minister to the sick. You know, but then he now talked about laying on of hands, ministry of laying on of hands. Lay hands on the sick and get them healed. Lay hands on believers, get them filled with the Holy Ghost. December the 5th of 1991, in case you want to know, that was a Thursday five minutes to midnight that Thursday night that same still small voice spoke up you know I took some time out to wait on the Lord and then that voice said to me he said from this night onwards what's known in my word as the gift of faith together with the descending of spirits when you are in the spirit will be in very strong operation in your life said and that tangible anointing you minister under will come back to stay and it'll be a hundred times stronger well, I thought that that was just God exaggerating. He wasn't. The very next day, for some funny reason, I had no appetite. I ended up praying the whole day too. Well, I went to church for this prayer service. As we were praying, suddenly, at a time, during the prayer time, about quarter to, to, to eight or so, I felt this thing like a cloak, like a mantle wrap around me. I felt it. And then I felt some odd shape, something moving on the inside of me. I was wondering, Lord, what's going on here? What's this? What's happening? Then I sat down stop praying now you know the bible says to watch and pray what's this then i felt something it fell hit me by my left elbow by my right elbow and then i could feel this thing like there were tubes in both my arms from my arm to my palms it felt like liquid electricity that's the best way i know to describe it now just talking about it i can feel it coming on felt like liquid electricity you know i had to shout lord turn it off turn it off i can't stand it i can't stand it my eyes began to bulge, began to tingle you know I laid hands on the trouser The trouser I was wearing one great trouser that day Was taken to a boy when that power was present Was taken to a boy with Down syndrome and the boy was healed You see I didn't do that the anointing did it The anointing destroys the yoke Amen So there's a ministry there There's a ministry of laying on of hands Yeah hands can be laid on the sick for healing Yes hands can be laid on people to be filled with the Holy Ghost In Acts 6 Hands were laid on those deacons to appoint them In Acts 13 Verse 4, uh, 3 a.m. 4, hands were laid on Paul and Barnabas to set them apart to the ministry God had called them. Mark 10:16. Jesus laid hands on little children and blessed them. Amen. And then Paul talked about Timothy stirring up what was in him. He said, I'm going to pray for you. Pray a general prayer. I'll walk through the line pretty quick that whatever it'll take for you to do what God has called you to do, that God will give it. Now, I'm not saying do something foolish. Go quit your job tomorrow. No, no you'll need counsel from your pastor there's some of you that are meant to get more involved in this local church amen some of you you may be calling you to do whatever but get counsel good counsel from your pastor you see the local church is God's hub it's God's system for training people getting people preparing people amen praise God father thank you for these ones senses stirring staring in their hearts they're making a decision that they want to do what you've called them to do. I ask, oh God, that as hands get laid on them, whatever it'll take, whatever equipping, whatever gifting, whatever they need, whatever help, supernaturally, supernaturally, supernaturally we be provided in the name of Jesus. Father, Let's lift our hands to him. All of us, and let's say, Lord, I will do it. I will do it, I will step out, I will contend for the supernatural, I will contend for the move of the Spirit, I will contend for manifestations of God's power. I'm going to look beyond myself, it's not about me, it's about you Lord Jesus, it's about the people, it's about the lost, it's about believers that need to be established. I will look beyond me, beyond just me getting blessed, it's about lives, it's about other people and I know that there's no way I can serve God and serve people serve God's purpose that I won't be taken care of you will be taken care of you will be taken care of so let's just thank him and praise him because we'll do everything he's called us to do glory to